بسم الله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فهو المحتد ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله وبعد فأفضل الله سبحانه وتعالى finished describing the state of those in the hellfire he goes on and describes the condition of those who will receive his ultimate mercy and that is al-jannah what is their state and this is from the blessings of Allah from the rahmah of Allah that he mentions whenever he mentions the people of the hellfire he will mention the people of al-jannah because the Quran is mathani Mathani means double. So if Allah mentions the people of the hellfire, He will mention the people of Jannah. And if He mentions the disbelievers, He will mention and vice versa. And if He mentions the truth, He will mention the falsehood and vice versa. Why do you think Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does this? Because when we're worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we need to worship Allah with the balance of what? Al-Khawfu wa raja we need to have a balance between hope and fear. For when we read the ayat about Jahannam, what do we have? Fear. And when we read the ayat of Jannah, what do we have? Hope. Hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's Jannah, that He will have mercy on us and enter into Jannah. And when we read the ayat of Jahannam, we fear that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will put us in this as, as an, on account of our sins. And whichever one of these overtakes then the person has fallen into a kabira into a major sin for if hope overtakes what will happen the person will be heedless la ya'man makra Allah he will not fear the makra of Allah or the plot of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he will not anticipate that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will punish him he will never look for this he will feel safe and content and secure in what he is doing or what she is doing. They will not fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's makr or planning or plotting. Why do they do this? Because they say what? Allah is ghafoor rahim. I'll sin just this once and then I'll make another tawbah. Not a problem, it's all good. Allah is ghafoor rahim. Not a problem, jannah. Look at jannah. I'm praying, I say la ilaha illallah. What's the big deal? Yeah? This is just a small sin, it's not a big sin. Something like words to this effect. This is what? Overarching hope. The hope, غلب الخوف. On the other scale, if they, have, if they have too much خوف, what will happen? What will happen if they have too much خوف, too much fear? يقنطوا من رحمة الله يقنطوا من رحمة الله They will despair of the mercy of Allah. What does despair of the mercy of Allah mean? That they think that Allah will never forgive me. They say, Allah will never forgive me. My sin is just too big. I've been sinning for 10, 20 years. Allah is going to forgive me? Me of all people? Allah is able to forgive you even if you have been sinning for the last 60 years. And that's exactly what Allah says in Surah Al-Zumar. قُلْ يَا عِبَادِيَ الَّذِينَ أَسْرَفُوا عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ لَا تَقْنَطُوا مِنْ رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ Do not despair of the mercy of Allah 
He forgives all the sins. But again, remember the balance between the two. You don't always say, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive all the sins and then, and then, and then subhanAllah, Allah, I'm, I'm confident that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive me. For it is the balance between the two. And this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions the ayat of Jahannam and the ayat of Jannah. So that when we read the ayat of Jannah, we feel encouraged and we have hope and we seek repair and we strive a bit harder. And, and when we read the ayat of Jahannam, we are scared and we, we, we check ourselves and we seek repentance for our sins and ila akhiri. And as Ibn Uthaymeen said, if we always heard an ayat about Jahannam, 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 what would happen? He said, there's no way we're going to enter Jannah. There's no way we're going to enter Jannah. It's just Jahannam. All we're hearing is that. And if we heard just ayat about Jannah, 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 what would happen? Khalas, we say there's no punishment at all. It's all Jannah. Everyone's going to Jannah. So this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts it in the balance. إِنَّ لِلْمُتَّقِينَ مَفَازَ إِنَّ What did we say إِنَّ was? Indeed, verily. So, tawkid. So it's absolutely certain this, this will happen. But when you say inna, it's going to happen. This is what's going to happen, for sure. There's no doubt about it. Inna lil muttaqina mafaza. Who are the muttaqoon? Who have taqwa? What's taqwa again? But this is what taqwa is. The people of taqwa are the ones who put a barrier between them and between the punishment of Allah by doing what He has ordered and staying away from the things which He has forbidden. And this is how you achieve the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Inna lil muttaqina. Lil, this one is an associative. For he associates for the muttaqina will get such and such things. This is for them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, sometimes mentions that you should have taqwa of him subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wattaqu Allah mathala. And Allah sometimes says, وَاتَّقُوا يَوْمًا تُرْجَعُونَ فِيهِ إِلَى اللَّهِ And fear a day or have taqwa of a day which you will return to Allah. And Allah SWT sometimes says, وَاتَّقُوا النَّارِ And fear the hellfire. So our taqwa is for what? For Allah or for the hellfire or for the day of judgment? Why does Allah SWT use taqwa, taqwa, taqwa in all of these instances? If you have taqwa of this and of this of this, the result is one. For when you are fearing one, the, the hellfire, and fearing Allah, and fearing the day of judgment, you will always what? Put a barrier between you and these things by doing the things which Allah has ordered you to do, and staying away from the things which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has forbidden you. إِنَّ لِلْمُتَّقِينَ مَفَازَ What's mafaza? We say sajada. We say what? What's the place that we do sujood in? Masjid. Masjid. If we say Faza, what's the place of, of foes? Mafaza. MashaAllah. JazakAllah khair for. Inna lil muttaqina mafaza is talking about Jannah, the place. The place of success. And it could also mean the time that they spend in Jannah is also a time of success. But it covers both meanings. So the place that they are in. And when they are in this place also, the time that they spend in there is all success. So what is this mafaz? Hadaiqa wa a'anaba. 
they will be in one hadiqa or hadaiq. Hadaiq is what? Singular or plural? Plural. In the Arabic language, hadaiq or hadiqa is specifically an open place which has trees. It's got to have trees in it in order for it to be called a hadiqa. So when you say hadaiqa, it means these gardens will have trees. All kinds of trees. This is what? Am. Generic. All sorts of trees. But the trees that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned in Jannah are what kind of trees? Date trees, palm trees, pomegranate trees, fruit trees in general, fig trees. All of these trees will be in Jannah. These trees in Jannah, are they anything like the trees that we see in dunya? The fruits that we eat in this dunya, are they like the fruits in, 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 the, in, in Jannah? كُلَّمَا رُزِقُوا مِنْهَا مِنْ ثَمَرَةِ الرِّزْقًا قَالُوا هَذَا الَّذِي رُزِقْنَا مِنْ قَبْلِ وَأُتُوا بِهِ مُتَشَابِهًا What's the mutashabi here? Just the name. Rumman, Rumman. That's it. Just the name is the same. This is the mutashabi in the fruits and of the trees. So we say palm tree, palm tree in Jannah, palm tree in Dunya. What's the same? Nothing. No looks, no side, nothing. What the palm tree looks like in Jannah, Allah Alam. What the grape tree looks like in Jannah, Allah Alam. What the Rumman looks like in Jannah, Allah Alam. And this is part of the Iman Bil Ghayb. That you have to believe that it is different. Sometimes about the affairs of Al-Ghayb and the thing, we shouldn't ask too much. فَنَقْتَصِرْ عَلَى مَا فِي الْكِتَابِ وَفِي السُنَّةِ خلاص. فَهَا كَمْ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned the grape trees, specifically the vineyards, after mentioning Al-Hadaiq and the general trees. We said this is عَطْفُ الْخَاصِ عَلَى الْعَامِ Mentioning something specific after something general. Why do we mention something specific after something general? Something special, Jazakallah khair, indicates its sharaf, its honor, its specialty. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made the grape tree special. So if he's made, said, specifically anaba, that means it is something special, whether you appreciate it or not. Well, I've been pondering for one week how to fasted this ayah. This is mushkila, this ayah, because we've got some shabab here. <laughs> But inshallah we will put it, you know, we will do it maturely and we won't, you know, we'll say as it is, as the Mufassirun said. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala جَعْلَ فِي الْجَنَّةِ نِسَاءً مِنْ أَجْمَلِ النِّسَاءِ مَا لَا عَيْنٌ رَأَتْ وَلَا أُذْنٌ سَمِعَتْ وَلَا خَطَرَ عَلَى قَلْبِ أَحَدٌ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made as part of the enjoyments of Jannah النِّسَاء An-Nisa, women. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, many of the feminists these days, when they read the Qur'an or they listen to the Qur'an, what will they say? They say that the Qur'an is so male-centered. It's always concentrating on what? On the reward of the man. It's all about the man, it's got nothing for the ladies. This is from ignorance of the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Absolute and utter ignorance. It's as if you are saying that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgot. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgot to mention the women. The reward of the women. And we'll look at this a bit more in detail. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Wa Who knows what a ka'ab is first of all. Let's start with a ka'ab. The heel. For the, 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 if you look at the anatomy of the heel compared to the rest of the foot. It's round and it sticks out. 
For this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is describing of these nisa, a special thing of them. And he's, just, he's describing their chest or their breasts. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is specifically mentioning their breasts. And he's saying their characteristic is something like the heel. In that it is elevated and round. Elevated and round. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes that these maidens of Jannah will have round and elevated breasts. وَهَذَا فِي غَايَةِ الْحُسْنِ وَالْجَمَالِ And this is the epitome of beauty of these women. فَنِسَاءُ الدُّنْيَا They are not characterized by this when, مثلاً, they grow old or they have had one or two children. Their anatomy will change because of this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say that this is the ultimate in beauty for these Hur al-Ain, that they will have round and elevated breasts all the time. And this is where we go on to the next part, Atraba. Atraba means the same age. For when he says Allah Taala, Atraba, they are all of equal ages. They are all of equal ages. The Hur al-Ain are all of equal ages. And as the Mufassirun said, this is مثلاً, so that they do not get saddened. مثلاً, that one of them is more younger than the other one. For there is no sadness and there is no hazan in Jannah. For it is a place, Darus Salam. The important masala that I wanted to touch upon is Al-Mu'minat, the believing women in this dunya. Are they better than Hur al-Ain in Jannah? So when they enter Jannah, are they better than the Hur al-Ain? Allah, the ulama, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say yes or no with this one. But the ulama, they had big discussions around this, and most of the ulama said yes, and they specifically said, "Annahunna yakunu arghabu li azwajihin," that their husbands will love them more than the Hur al-Ain that they will get in Jannah. Because they jama'u bayna al-birr wa-ta'a fi dunya wa al-jaza'a fi al-akhirah Because they combined obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this dunya So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them the ultimate reward of Jannah The ultimate reward of Jannah Ala kull al-ahwal This afdaliya or this comparison between the two Is in what? In the dunya or the akhirah? Is in the akhirah is in the Akhirah. But we are still where? In the dunya. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, تُنْكَحُ الْمَرْأَةُ لِأَرْبَعَةُ That a, a woman may be married for four reasons. And of those reasons he said, her beauty, her physical beauty, she may be married for this. And he said, وَلِدِينِهَا And for her? For her religion. He said, choose the beautiful one. He said, فَضْفَرْ بِذَاتِ الدِّينِ تَرِبَتْ يَدَاكِ He said, what? Choose the one which has deen, تَرِبَتْ يَدَاكِ Why did he say, choose the one with the deen? What will happen to the beauty of this lady? It will disappear, it will fade. Eventually. وَكَأْسًا دِهَاقًا So when Allah says, كَأْس كَأْس is what? A cup. 
Are we describing the cup itself or are we describing what's inside the cup? What's inside the cup? For in other ayat, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes the cups themselves. He says there's cups from gold and cups from silver and cups from qawarir and crystal and crystal. All of these are the types of cups. But in this particular ayah, we're talking about what's inside the cup. But this is the most obvious answer. That it is overflowing with wine. And when you see an overflowing cup of something, beverage that you like, in nafs, mashallah, is something full to the top. For when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, dihaqa means fill to the top. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is most generous with his reward, yawm al-qiyamah. Wa ka'san dihaqa, as we said, it could be wine or it could be something else which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts in these cups. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes that in Jannah there are oceans of water that doesn't change and and uh, and rivers of milk that does that its that its taste does not change and rivers of honey musaffa azal al musaffa all of these are the rivers of jannah they could be in this cup but the azhar or the closest meaning as the mufassirun said is that it has wine overfilled with wine what did we say wine and wine wine of dunya like wine of akhirah what's the principle Naya name is the same. Huh? But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us in another ayah, لا غول فيها ولا هم عنها ينزفون. The two things which wine and alcohol makes you do, we don't drink, but we know this from your experience. What does it do? It gives you a very sore belly. And what? Inebriates you. Makes you drunk and... Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala نفى هذا عن خمر الآخرة. That the خمر الآخرة does not cause any... Pain in your stomach and does not cause you to be drunk or inebriated. Listen, Negative. This pronoun fiha, what does it return to? Jannah. They will not hear two things. Laghwan wala kithaba. Was a laghu? Superfluous. Unnecessary. Excess to requirements. La yasma'una fiha laghwan. They will not hear in, in Jannah laghu. Talk which has no benefit. And as the ulama said, when we sit in gatherings, the first part is, mashallah, very good. Sah? So, alhamdulillah, kif al-sahha, kif ahwalkum. كيف أيامكم كيف زمانكم ما شاء الله very good ما شاء الله how's the family how's it and he said كلما طال المجلس every time the majlis gets longer الشيطان له نصيب the shaytan has what a share in the majlis for the conversation gets longer you lose you know, how much good words can you speak you're going to run out of good words eventually صح? what are you going to start talking about you're going to start talking nonsense. And sin as well. You start talking about what's in such and such person. You, you maybe you, you start justifying in your mind. You say, مثلاً, I'm, No, sorry, I'm talking about this person. I'm, I'm not saying anything bad about them. I'm not saying anything bad. I'm sure they'll, they'll be more than happy for me to... And if they heard me now, they'll be more than happy to hear. And then the shaitan drags you and drags you and drags you and drags you and you end up disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فاللغو is the excessive 
the excessive talk which has no benefit. Al-Kithab al-Kathib is to lie. For they will not be hearing any lies in Jannah. Nor will they lie. Because lying is what? An immoral action. So the believer does not lie. Lying is not from the characteristics of a believer. A believer is always truthful no matter what. But because this is such an evil practice, or the, the practice of lying, it is negated in Jannah. Because Jannah is Darul Salam, a place of Salam and beauty and, and luxury. Jazaa'an min rabbika ata'an hisaba. The first one was what? Jazaa'an wifaqa, صح? This one is Jazaa'an min rabbika. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala nazab al-ajr ilayhi. He returned the ajr to him. That this ajr is from who? Is from me. So the one before was jaza'an wifaqa. This is a punishment you deserve. But this jaza now is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He has the sharaf, he has the honor. It is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A'ta'an hisaba. When the abd says, Hasbi Allah wa ni'mal wakil. What does hasbi Allah mean? Sufficient. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that this ata'a, this reward that I'm giving them in Jannah is sufficient. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what he has given them is sufficient. And this could go back to the meaning of everything that he has given them, that he has mentioned. From the Jannat and the A'nab and the Hadaiq and the, and the Or it could just specifically mean Al-Ka's. That means Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the cats that he's giving them to drink is sufficient for them. So that once they drink it, they will be completely satisfied and they will get their drink and there will be manfa'ah, there will be benefit for them in drinking it. For this ata'ah and hisaba could go back to all the things we've just mentioned or it could specifically go back to just the cup or the cats and dihaqa. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika. Shadu Allah ilaha illa anta astaghfiru wa ka'atuhu. Inshallah we'll take the rest of the surah next week.